0: Exploring Faith and the Future Neil Johnson and Bible Teacher Dr.
1: Camille Majdali. Samson, the Old Testament Biblical Character has been the subject of our talk about what it is to move from a place of weakness to a place of strength We've been talking just recently, Camille about just those words that we use What we say can have a negative effect or a strengthening effect or what we say or withhold can have an effect that takes us from a place of weakness to a place of strength. Let's continue talking about this mouth of ours today and some practical ways that we might surrender or consecrate our mouth to God.
0: Well, first of all, let's remember our focus on Samson is that he was both very strong and very weak. We want to learn from his successes and we want to learn from his failures. And, of course, while he wasn't a man that had many recorded words, it was his words to Delilah that, of course, got him into trouble. Now, before we learn how to control the mouth, let me give you a nice spiritual incentive from 1 Peter chapter 3 in verse 10. And it reads, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips from speaking guile. In other words, falsehood. Even Scripture is implying that longevity is predicated on how we watch our tongue. Longevity is not said here on diet, exercise, vitamin supplementation, and so on. But our mouths, our mouths can either be set on the course of hell and destruction (laughs) and death, or it can be set on the path of life. That's why this passage from 1 Peter 3.10 is so invaluable. But I guess one of the ways we control our mouth is a change of heart. It's attitude. I remember so many quotes about attitude, and that attitude really determines altitude. Attitude makes the difference between success and failure. Attitude means whether you're going to make progress or whether you'll be stuck in the mud. So, first of all, our attitude must change, recognizing that we must clean our mouths, use the best spiritual mouthwash we can imagine, and that really is both God's Word, but also the praise of God. The Scripture never tells us to whine, whinge, complain, moan, and so on, but the Scripture does tell us to praise God, continuously to praise God in both Testaments, and it tells us to give thanks. In all things, give thanks. So just imagine, Neil, when a person is no longer whinging, complaining, using profanity, criticizing, vilifying, or what have you, but they're instead, they're praising God, they're thanking God, and they make a decision to speak good words to people, already that individual is becoming a new person. And I imagine, Camille, if
1: we can see these things working in our education or in our workplace or in our community groups, why wouldn't we apply this level of consecration to the things that we say across all of the elements and all of the relationships of our lives?
0: Well, it needs to be a lifestyle choice and a lifestyle full on, a lifestyle of building people up with the right words, a lifestyle of glorifying God with praise and thanksgiving. When you do that, obviously, you have consecrated your mouth, and in that consecration, as Samson experienced, there is great power. Faith